Matchup, mashup. I'm your host, Private Merc, and I'm joined by Wee Wee Man. How you doing, Wee Wee Man? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, so, Wee Wee Man, how was your week, and how is the release of Titans? Um. Well, my week was pretty good, or my weekend, I should say. Um. Uh, our friend came up from Florida and visited over the weekend and and private merc came up here and we all hung out we had like a big like birthday party so that was fun i enjoyed that yeah our friend uh, tarith who we and garrett he was he's my college i met him in college freshman year and he plays a ton of overwatch with us and the thing about tarith is if you uh nano him as anna and overwatch he'll he'll always get a 5k with blade as genji it's like yeah written law of the universe yeah he's a very good overwatch player um but yeah that was that was like definitely the highlight of my weekend just seeing you and garrett garrett tarith and uh yeah but then uh i because of this i was i was actually hosting him at my house, uh, so I actually didn't get a lot of time to play Hearthstone, but I did play um, a good amount of Shaman, so I have a bit of experience with uh, the apparently now bad build of Nature Shaman. So. <laughs> no, that's only for the number one player in Hearthstone. It, it probably works like everywhere else. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and that's what I'll get to, because yeah, I, I have been having success, but I know that doesn't really... Like, if, if I'm playing at, like, Golden Plat, it's not really, like, it can't, like, obviously his experience is going to be different, because he's playing in Legend, like, top, like literally one Legend, so. MUQ <laughs> <laughs> is one Legend. God, dude, I want to get one Legend. Yeah, that would be, that would feel, you would just feel, like, enormous. I would just, I would just, that would be plastered all over my Twitter. I would just be like, I already have, like, my highest Legend on there, which is, like, 42 or something i feel like if you got one you would instantly become like you would get like ten thousand followers on twitter that would be amazing dude i gotta do it for the show honestly i gotta like try my heart out with mech rogue to get rank one legend so that we can get more listeners yes but yeah how was uh how was your week uh, my week was pretty good as we we man said there was some some traveling to the, the state of ohio and some partying some we had a did you mention the fact that it was a themed party i don't think i did no yeah, it, it was, was like a, a run fair i was i was i was a sneaky sneaky little rogue and wee wee man was a wizard he was uh he was he was not maleficent he was, Gandal <laughs> he was gandalf for those wondering <laughs> yeah i had like everything was gandalf but my staff my staff was uh, I all I could find was a Maleficent staff, so that was funny. But, <laughs> but that was I had the very... smoking pipe and everything. It was so yeah, cool. Yeah, the smoking pipe was... We, we man, ensured us that it was safe to use. 
even though it was fifteen dollars on Amazon. He like said, it said, did say it was as, legit. As long as the flame doesn't burn too close to the actual pipe for a long period of time, you should be okay. <laughs> Gosh. Oh yeah. But super yeah, fun. so that was fun weekend. Fun weekend. And uh How's that how's that mech rogue been? Dude, like Titans. Titans is one of my favorite expansions. Like, actually, I'm not even just being hype. Like, the, like, the, no, like, the Titans expansion yeah. is so good. I agree. It, it's really good. Like, I, I was like talking. I was just, I was just gonna say, I, I really, I really am enjoying Nature Shaman like more than I've enjoyed a deck since like probably like Sunken City. Dude, I was like thinking back through all the expansions because me and Wee Wee Man were talking, and this definitely is not. It does definitely doesn't align the fact that when me and Wee Wee Man started ordering the Mega Bundles aligns with when we started thinking the Hearthstone sets got really good. But <laughs> ever since Sung and City, we've been getting like full sets basically, and so we've been like really into the game since Sung and City, Nathria, Lich King, Festival, and now Titans. And I think titans like maybe it's it's close to nathria for me personally but it's like really really good there's lots of fun stuff rainbow mage hunter uh mech mage which i love so much like there's warlock stuff going on like there's just so much fun stuff to play and this this set is just i've been playing a lot of hearthstone like i've actually climbed i'll talk about it in my deck explanations but i've i've gotten to a pretty high rank and where i'm not normally at near like the start of the season because i've just been playing so much because of how fun the game is right now that's awesome yeah it's so, super fun right now dude yes i think they and balanced then, it very well like it, it feel like obviously there's going to be like some different like patches and stuff but i feel like as it came out like it came out pretty like like a lot of stuff like a lot of different classes had cool decks yeah, it's like, like it, play. It's like nothing felt like I uh, like maybe I feel like uh, there's some decks that you can tell are weaker than the rest of the field. Like when I play against a Rainbow Mage or a Nature Shaman, I'm like, ah yes, Rainbow Mage and Nature Shaman. Like yeah. this is gonna be a hard fought fight. And then when I play against like a Plague DK, I'm like, yay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, this is just like easier. So there's some that like stand out. That's also matchup dependent though. Like, yeah. So, but overall, there's nothing that like if the best decks in the format are like Mech Rogue, Nature Shaman, uh, Rainbow Mage, and then maybe Hound Hunter. Like none of those feel super offensive to play against. Yes, Nature Shaman and uh. Sif Mage, they can blow you up from thirty. But if you know the matchup, you like you know they're like, you know around when they're gonna be able to do it. You know if they've forged the Molten Flame, the three costs that can deal three twice. You know that if they got like nine, like around when they're gonna be able to do big Sif stuff. So it's the same thing with Nature Shaman. Like if they play Flash of Lightning, you know something big's coming. So nothing is like feels bad to lose against because I feel like oh like they gave they gave their like. They, I knew it was coming. I didn't couldn't do nothing about it. Yeah, so. it's like it's like combo decks that like do things that allow their opponent to react. Like it's still. Get, I mean, like I guess in some scenarios, they, they plays you on the board too. Rainbow react, Mage, where but... it's like, yeah, Rainbow Mage just played Sif, 
and casted a forged Molten Flame and hit me for 22, but I was already at, like, 12 because they've been beating me down with their skeletons, elementals, and stuff from their cosmic keyboard. So it's like I'm not even that mad about the fact they just burned me for 25 because they'd already beaten me down below half of my life just on the board. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Which maybe just means I'm bad at Hearthstone, but... um, Nah, (laughs) no way. So, what what decks have you been playing, Wee Wee Man? And then you can tell us about all the ones you've been playing, including the one you're going to talk about. Okay, today. yeah. So, um, when the set first released, I started playing Odin Warrior. And I God, thought... God, how I wish it was good. Yeah, I, I, it, I was winning games with it at first, I think just because I was like... like I was in bronze and, like, winning, like, my first games after also not having played Hearthstone a while. Like, I was literally facing bots. Like, my MMR was so low that I was facing... Now, you say you were facing bots because the Undead Priests played a bunch of Undead and then played... Yeah, literally... ...spell, but our friend did that yesterday. (laughs) They could... They might just be... They might just be silver. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, but, um... I thought it was super fun. I won't talk about it very much because it's probably not something people want to play right now because you'll probably just lose all the time. But when I played it, um, I just thought, like, it just – it was, like, so simple. You just pretty much played very reactively um, and just pressing your hero power, like, killing their things, like, when you needed to and gaining armor and then – you would just tr- you would just try to like make sure you had like a good amount of armor, kept their board in check enough so that by turn eight you could play Odin, and then you just gain a bunch of armor and hit their face. And Dude, and there's so many good cut co- like Bellowing Flames is is it's such a good control warrior card. Like you forge that and it's like because cause the deal five randomly split among enemy minions like that's sometimes. Uh, it's like not super reliable like yeah. the, the warlock one is like pretty good if they got a small board like the deal five randomly split and heal two for everything that died mortal destruction but it's like sometimes they'll have like some stuff out like you might not kill anything or you might only kill one thing but bellowing flames is like hit that highest health thing and then deal five other like that card is good and there's lots of like and and odin is an amazing card yeah the titan is also i think the titan is cracked too uh i think all all warrior needs right now is just like a good survivability package for once like it just needs good it just needs quality aoe that isn't trash yeah right now like right now it's it's like like it's got armor stuff it's got like heavy plates stone skin armor is an amazing it's got so many good cards stone skin armor good card like bellowing flames a good card the titan is a good card odin if you can drop it on eight in like a relatively safe manner amazing card like heavy plate gain art that's good shield block good like these cards are good good the, the whole entire yeah. rift package a good package its issue is its board clears are blade storm and brawl and like it just needs an AOE that's effective when you compare it to something like Priest or Blood Decay. Like, Blood Decay, Corpse Explosion, like, 
blood boil and just destroy all minions. And you yeah. know priests. We don't need to name all ten of priests, which include a one-cost silence all enemy minions. Like, you compare all of the stuff that those classes have to Blade Storm and Brawl, and you can see why. Like, you can hit also, it's like... win rate and look at Brawl has, like, a 35%. Like, you, you can see that these cards, like, just aren't good. They were made in... Brawl came out in 2014, so I don't... It's also, like, Blood Death Knight has a pretty weak late game, I would say, and then, like, Warrior has this very strong late game now with Odin that, like, if you play him, you win. Whereas, like, I feel like Blood Death Knight doesn't just have a single card that just ends the game. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say Blood Death Knight has a weak late game, because, like, if they, they they can do the three damage every turn, and they can just, like, fill board with, like, no munchers and stuff. Yeah, and like I guess I'm just saying, like, they don't have a card comparatively, that, like, compares to Odin. like, Odin is, liter- Odin is literally a quest, a quest reward. Yeah, it's like, it's very good. So like him, like with him, it's just like I don't know. Like it needs to be. I feel like it needs to be a perfect balance of it. it needs to be like some. It needs to be difficult, I guess, to like stay alive. But I think but it, it's like not. Yeah, but possible because it doesn't feel like it's possible. Trial by <laughs> fire. I don't. I don't know if trial by fire is still even being run in like these these decks these warrior decks that card's so good too but like i actually like i don't know like it 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 just feels too expensive uh like by a lot like it's it's like when you're having to play that on seven to clear like a turn six or turn seven board it's like it's not like it if it clears everything all of them will be dead so you get no like value of having like a dude out that can go their hit their face next turn or clear something else it's like it mostly just will kill everything, and then it's like it's just so expensive. Like that, I feel like that could be it be at least like a six cost, but maybe I'm just like crazy. I, I just feel know. like uh, I just feel like okay, so it's it. I feel like okay, maybe it's not incredible for seven mana, but if we compare it to Scale of Onyxia from Druid, it it is essentially the same. It is actually one more. It deals 15 damage. It deals one more damage, but it is it is different amounts of damage being dealt. And, like, yeah. maybe bodies left on board, maybe not. I feel so like I, it just got awkward when I was playing with it. Like, it would, it, like... It might, and, like, having 1, 1, 2, 2, 3, 3, 4, 4, 5, 5, that very well may be a lot more awkward than 7, 2, 1s. Like, yeah. that might be significantly more awkward. But it does... It is around the same amount of damage, so I can see why it's placed at the seven mana slot. Because like yeah. also, if you do have a board left up, like two four fours or two clear their board and then have two four fours, two five fives left, like that's kind of or one five five. Sorry, like that's could possibly be even better than scale of onyxia in certain like board states and in bronze i actually had games where i would like have a dude left over and i would i would have my other trial by fire and and then make like six six seven seven god you did that to me once in a game and i like you literally played the trial by fire and i looked at the token and I was like, wow, they are, and I was like, and literally, they're the same tokens, that's about to turn into a 6-6, six, six, isn't it? And it did, and I wanted, to, like, <laughs> end, I wanted to end my life. 
Yeah, that was crazy. And I, and I was getting them reduced by that one card. I don't know what it's called. Fuck it. It's, uh, 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 Steam something. Steam element something. You know, Steam yeah. something. What is it? What is it? Come on, Wu Wu Man. Uh, Come on. You couldn't, you couldn't freaking Steam recite a Steam voice Guardian. Line. You... Steam Guardian. There we go. Yes. Let's go. Good job, Wee Wee Man. Yes. I didn't just read it on HS Replay. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wee Wee Man. What? Did you just read it off HS Replay? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the deck I played this week was Mech Rogue. <laughs> oh, no, well, okay, so I have one more deck. Any other I, have decks other deck. Than... I have the good deck to talk about. This isn't. The deck I'm playing tonight here on the show is uh, Nature Shaman. So that's... Wait, I thought I thought it was called Bad Shaman. Yeah, otherwise known as Bad Shaman. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's uh, two lists that I want to talk about. The one that I played and the one that Private Merc sent me this evening, uh, telling me that like a Legend player claimed that it is just better in every way, and that there's no way that Totemic Evidence is a good card. And after <laughs> looking at the data, I can agree with that. Um, but yeah, my list, it's the same as the other one. Um, you're just replacing your totemic evidence with schooling. And um, what else are you replacing? And then you have two feral spirits in the totemic evidence one. You have the weapon. Do you have the weapon in both? You do. Not, I don't think. Oh yeah. Maybe you do. Oh, I think you do. So yeah. That, must, I guess that makes. Must maybe primordial wave. Yeah, primordial wave. It looks like. <clears throat> Sorry. Still getting over being sick. Card. I hate primordial wave. Yeah, primordial wave is busted. I, I enjoy running it, um, because it's like I don't know it counters stuff, but so yeah, the experience I've had with my deck, the one with the totemic evidence and uh, primordial wave, uh. It feels like you just, like, that's why looking at the data, it's like, it feels bad to say. But in my experience, I was mulliganing for my carving chisel and my totemic evidence. And with the stats, it looks like it's, like, okay to mulligan for your carving chisel. It's at, like, 50% in diamond. But your totemic evidence is, like, a 49%. I, I don't know. It's weird. Because I was mulliganing. But you were, you were mulliganing for those for, like, to go, like, super hard into the combo, right? Yeah, yeah. So I would get those, and um, eventually, eventually, like, you know, I would equip the, equip the weapon when I could and just start infusing my totemic evidence. And as I'm doing that and, like, hero-powering, maybe one turn I'll do, uh, what is that card? Lightning Storm. And, uh, like, if I, if I need to clear something or uh, Primordial Wave, if they have two really big things, like in Mech Rogues, like, they were, like, if they had huge mechs that just, like, there was no way I could deal with them, like, I can just Primordial Wave those, and they turn into, like, the cheapest things ever. Yeah, the so... problem with that matchup, dude, is literally magnetic. The way that works, you can magnetize, like, something like a containment unit or the now five-cost lab constructor onto something but it's always going to retain the base cost of whatever that thing originally was so yeah so primordial wave it counters up, it yeah. so bad like good so hard it hurts it hurts the soul so that's why like soul. yeah it's like it's like weird to me that that's not in this deck like i don't know i i really did enjoy 
um, games where I was able to primordial wave someone's board like that. And just, like, that's what kept me in the game. Like, if I didn't so, have that primordial wave, I would just have gotten aggroed completely. Are you going to be playing the... Which one are you playing tonight? The one you've been playing? Um, I might try the new one just to, like, talk about it more, but... No, um, you're not allowed, because you have <laughs> primordial wave. you got to use the one you've been playing a week, sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, I would. I, I really like it. And you're also playing Mech Rogue, probably, so, like, Primordial Wave is huge. Mech um, Rogue! Mech but, Rogue uh, is the nope. best deck ever! Not your turn, not your turn. Okay, so... Yeah, I... I've really been enjoying uh, Nature Shaman, uh, but the, uh, the the Primordial Waves, like, and the uh, Totemic Evidence in my deck list that I was playing, I feel like worked really well for the people that I, were, I was playing against. Like, they, the, what they were playing, like, it was mostly control-type decks and, um, like, just, like, bad stuff, like Plague, DK... So, um, yeah, I just feel like it worked well. Like, when I faced a mech rogue, um, it was huge to have the primordial waves. Um, when I first started playing Nature Shaman, I was playing a list that had Horn of the Windlord in it. And um, I had another spell, which I think I still run, but I forget the name. Turn, turn the Tides not, is really fast. Turn the Tides, that yeah. Card, that card's really good. Yeah, so I had Turn the Tides in it. I think I still run that. Um, yeah, I do. Um, but uh, you would you would pretty much just, like, be burning them and also, like, using Horn of the Windlord if you wanted to. It was just, like, I don't know. It was just – I felt like the reason why that list fell off is because it's, like, you're trying to do too much. It's, like, an um, alternate win condition, but too much. Like, it's, like, too much. It might just mess up your, like, draw consistency too much, where, like, you draw a horn and, like, I don't know. But Turn the Tides is just kind of good by itself, so I don't know. Because, like, it seems like if you just draw a horn, then, like, okay, I have a horn for later, like, and then if you draw Turn the Tides, it's, like, cool, this card is just good anyway. So yeah. So, I, I don't really, I'm, I can't really say why this deck is this version doesn't work as well because i guess this version just like doesn't run the bio or like it does run the bio stuff but like what are you making bio boards with i guess you yeah. don't even have you don't even have the schooling package so right yeah that's it i think that's why it was like pretty probably because you're trying to do it through champion of storms and it's like we yeah why get why do it with champion of storms when you cannot spend four mana right yeah no these these other builds are definitely much better um but yeah when uh i would play my games i think i already talked about my hands but yeah i would just infuse i would i would use the infused totemic evidence whenever i had like a bio in my hand um and any kind of burn spell and i had enough mana or, or like like before the turn if i had a flash of lightning i would just play that and um, hopefully get my combo off the next turn. And I've done it so early because Totemic Evidence is just so, like, cheap. It's just, like, I just feel like you're able to get it off early. Like, if, if, if the stars align for you and you get your cards in a good order and you're able to have all that stuff and Flash of Lightning, like, you could literally do something. Mm, I think the earliest I've ever done something, like, personally in my games is turn six. 
but it's just it's crazy like how much damage you can actually do and the one card that i really love in this deck is crash of thunder because it's just so like you can discover them off of the uh, lightning reflexes and just like and just have these zero cost face damage spells and if you've like bioed your whole board they just do like 10 it's just like crazy i don't know it's it's such a good deck uh but um yeah i mean i can see how with the decks i was playing against mostly being like like not very proactive decks just decks that kind of sit back a bit or terrible decks like plague dk or a deck that my list actually kind of countered such as mech rogue um i lost to a control priest one time but i think that was just because um, I was using my, bio, I, I used, I think I used my bioluminescence once just cause I felt threatened and I probably didn't need to feel threatened. Um, and against like rainbow mage, uh, a lot of the opponents I was facing were kind of doing the more board based approach with that. What is it? Elemental inspiration or something. Um, elemental inspiration is crazy. Yeah, like, they would do that, but then I would just, like, like by the time they did that, I would either have my combo ready so I could just, like, kill them, or, like, I I could, like, play two, um, like, I actually had a game where I played two Novice Zappers and then a uh, Lightning Storm, and, um, like, you know, things with Divine Shield didn't die, but, like, I don't know, it was enough to, like, keep from dying, so, um... Yeah, I just think in my games, I had a good experience with my list just because it leans heavy on the combo and the decks I was playing. I didn't really need many defensive tools, so I definitely see how that worked. But in the other list where you have Schooling and Feral Spirit, it's like those two cards are good at being defensive as well as being good for if you want to do your uh, combo turn. So it's like... <clears throat> it's yeah i just think that's overall like the biggest um difference with these two decks is just this this list with schooling and feral spirit is just much uh much more defensive and able to stay alive better probably uh with aggro matchups so yeah and then after they stay alive it's like you can also hit them with bio so yeah, exactly. You just, I mean, yeah, you just get to your combo, and if this one helps you survive better while you're getting to your combo, then it makes sense completely why it's better. What's the fattest part of Golgana? Is it is it his, one of his abilities, or is it the fact that your spells cost, your first spell costs three less? Um, honestly, I would say your first spell costing three less is, like, like pretty big. That's like I've never had it been freaking huge with feral spirit. Like, yeah. Golgan S on turn three, clear their board and make two, two, three wolves for zero mana. No, that's yeah, that's absolutely giga. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I didn't think about that. How? Um, that card. It being can also in there work could... with. It can also work with lightning storm too. If you need like six damage on their board. Yeah. No. Yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah, so I had some, some pretty good experiences with the, uh, 
with the nature shaman i, I definitely i i won a lot of my games i think i only lost two on my climb so far uh, where i started like obviously i started in bronze playing odin warrior and i didn't really play mage on ladder i played mage against private merc a few times but yeah so i played odin till about like gold 10 and then i climbed from gold 10 to like plat 7 with nature shaman but that was like through not very many games so I, I had a pretty high win rate and for me it was working with um keeping totemic evidence and carving chisel uh but yeah if you're seeing aggro decks then you should definitely pick the schooling feral spirit one and uh or maybe just anyways uh, i don't know but i i seem i seem to have good luck with the other one uh so yeah um do you have any more questions about this deck or uh, no, there's nothing else you want to talk about. I can talk about my day. Oh, actually, do you do you run Enza? Yeah. Do you also run Thorum? Thorum? No, not my list, but I like that card. I ran I ran him in the deck uh, that had Horn of the Windlord in it. I was just wondering about both Thorum and Enza, because I know that both of them, some people put in some lists and some people take out of some lists. So I feel like I feel like I can see both of them because I feel like you take Enza out like maybe like Enza like maybe you just can't afford just to play a five five on five that like reduces the rest of your stuff for the rest of the game if they're pressuring you super hard. But like Thorum, yeah. I don't know Thorum also like I can see how maybe the mana doesn't line up like maybe you're overloaded too much and you're at two or maybe like you're only overloaded one and it's like is it really worth it to play a three three four that draws one and unlocks one? So I can see why maybe you don't run either. But I was just wondering if you had like any experiences with either of those. Yeah, with Thorum, I would, I would like the card draw that came with him. But yeah, I was never like unlocking a ton of mana crystals and also with having overdraft it's like if you do have a ton of mana mana crystals like that should be the turn that you're doing your combo with this deck and you should just be unlocking them with overdraft not him like i like i could see like if like you had to like use a board clear like i think like any time that i would use him like it would be because i played like a lightning storm and then i would uh play him the next turn just to like i don't know just for whatever and like you said it's like it's only unlocking one so it's not really even that big um i have have, lots of like one for each but in the lightning storm situation i get what you're saying yeah in that situation it's only unlock one but uh and then yeah inza uh i also like honestly didn't like I'm, i'm looking at it in one of these decks and it's got a pretty high mulligan win rate but I don't, I don't know. I don't think Inza was ever game changing for me. Um, I feel like, like, like if you can curve into it on five and you're not in danger, it just simply makes like your lightning storms cost two, your lightning bolts are free, your turn the tides are two, your ancestral knowledge costs one, your feral spirit like it does a ton of work for you if you can just safely play it. It's like a, it's like a. It's like an Odin, or it's like a Mogrin. Yeah, It's like yeah. you play this, and you get value for the rest of the game, but can't you afford to play an X mana XX, where the, all of the numbers are the same? Like, No, that, yeah. That's facts. So. Um, Alright, well, yeah, if you don't have any more questions, you can 
Tell us about oh, the wait, decks wait, you one played. One more question. One more question. Yeah. What's your favorite card in the deck? God, probably Crash of Thunder. <laughs> I I like really when this set came out and I I only played a few games of Shaman and they were against you, Wee Wee Man, but like playing this deck and I just like looked at the Crash of Thunder art and I was like, I'm a pretty big fan of that art. Like it's a pretty <laughs> Did you do you read the flavor text? I did not. Here, you, you see how the card is called Crash of Thunder? Yeah. Alright, look at your Discord. That's the flavor text. It's just error. <laughs> Lightning.exe has stopped working. That's great. <laughs> Alright, so that's that's Nature Shaman. But you, you all don't want to hear about that deck that requires thought and precision and uh, planning ahead your turns. <laughs> What you gamers want to hear about is playing a one-drop mech and then playing a two-drop mech. And then, actually, sorry, oh no, allow oh me no. to correct myself. You play a one-drop mech that makes your next mech cost one less, and then you attach a three-drop mech to that with magnetic, and then on turn three you attach another three-drop mech to that. And then that one gives you a coin, so then on turn four you can coin into your any and then make a copy of that one with wind fury and divine shield and rush that also gives you coins every time it attacks that's what you want to do you want to put mechs yes. upon mechs upon mechs upon mechs and then if at any point probably around turn four or five you don't have many cards left and all of your mechs are gone you know that the game is lost anyway and you can go on to your next game and try to make bigger mechs so god it's almost like battlegrounds but quick mech rogue is so fun this deck is so fun the, just the steam rolls you can get with this deck as long as your opponent isn't wee wee man and is gonna play primordial wave against you like this deck like you can just get like when the i've, I've been playing this deck since pretty much the second day the set came out and like around it's it's kind of changed recently but like I remember, be the two things I was scared of most were Hound Hunter and uh, Rainbow Mage playing Star Power. And by turn five, like you can just have Lab Constructors out, or well, I mean a card got changed, but we'll talk about that. And like just like have a board that can't be cleared by a Star Power, and then just that's how big you can get on board with this deck, like and how fast you can do it. Um. The best card in this deck, ladies and gentlemen, wait for it. Uh, it's Click Clocker. So, <laughs> Click Clocker <laughs> is literally the best card in this deck. The one mana, one one little common robot lobster from Sungen City. Because if they don't spend their second turn to Mage Hero Power, Druid Hero Power, Rogue Hero Power, whatever they're doing, hit that and take that Divine Shield away, and they instead opt to like play something. Or they opt, they can't do anything because they're a really slow deck. That means you can, uh, if you're on the coin, or if you have another way to get, just like, you can magnetize something to that. And then you just have like a five something. Like you have a really big Divine Shield guy, and a really big Divine Shield guy on like turn two or three is hmm. significantly better than a 1-1 one, one Divine Shield guy because you can just favorably trade or you can go face and they have to expend multiple resources to remove it unless they have like destroy but they probably don't because it's like most destroy effects are not super 
Like that would be like Warlock or something, and that's just not what's super prevalent in the meta right now. It's pretty damage based. Yeah. So, but other than Click Clock or some standout cards at Memoron, like Memoron and Any are two really standout cards. Memoron, if you get that to stick on three, and sometimes you can just curve straight into that on three, it's just if they can't clear it, you can attach a bunch of spark bots to it, or you can just like pretty much straight up just play like whatever mechs are in your hand and get extremely valuable treasures like or his his like gadgets he has the zero cost your next card you play costs two less which will like allow you to play another mech he has the one cost deal three damage which by the way it's like the only face damage in this deck you're not going to be able to ever just uh like this is an entirely board based deck you don't run any concoctions or anything like that so you need to win through the board so you're really about the board you have the one cost switch two minions uh pick two minions and swap their stats and that's actually pretty useful with uh you can do that like to um if you have two minions out and one is really big because you've mad magnetized a bunch of stuff to it you can swap their stats and go face twice with two really big like attack dudes um, hmm. You have the one cost, give a friendly minion stealth and plus three attack until next turn. You have a one cost, give a minion taunt divine shield, and then you also have a one cost, return a minion to its owner's hand. And the one cost sap is like really big if they have a taunt or something. One cost taunt divine shield is really big if you have like a 10 10 win fury, then you can just play like a 1 1 and then just give it taunt and divine shield, and then they're like, wow, okay. And then stealth is good just to put on Memoron if you get it, keep him safe, or put it on your uh, lab constructor so that unless they're like playing Corpse Explosion or something, you probably just win the game after that. So Yeah, you did that against me. One of your games, you gave him stealth, and then he just gave you infinite value. <laughs> rogue, rogue, rogue. <laughs> <laughs> God. So the deck seems pretty like. Do you think the deck is going to be worse after, or or it already happened, right? Yeah, it happened today. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've played like five or so games today, and I climbed like a hundred ranks, and I'm still just using the exact same thirty cards. Your personal experience may differ, but like, the thing is that Lab Constructor was never really, uh, like the best card in the deck. Like, it's like, it just never was. Just people were frustrated that people were attaching a lab constructor or, like, giving a lab constructor stealth on, like, turn four or five, and then they were just, like, playing a deck that didn't have Primordial Wave or Star Power, and then that, like, they're trying Armor Warrior Bless Their Hearts, and then they just immediately lose the game because their opponent played lab constructor... <laughs> So they were like, we'll nerf Lab Constructor to make you guys feel better. And it's going to make the deck worse because, yes, there are times you could just scam your opponent with Lab Constructor and insta-win, like, really early. Because, yeah. like, even if they do have those cards, if you could, like, prep Bone Spike it out and just, like, start the chain going on, like, turn two or three, like, that was... Sometimes they just couldn't stop it. So it is going to be, like... A worse deck objectively but i don't think it's gonna like suffer like an immense amount i think it's still gonna be a meta contender so yeah i mean you could still 
prep bone spike that out pretty early like early enough i feel like that it's still good if that's what yeah, you, you have can definitely still do it it is it is definitely worse but yeah like but yeah. it's fine i feel like like that's fine so other interesting <laughs> points are i took out there's two bronze gatekeepers which after like reading some people's opinions online and looking at the stats like bronze gatekeepers are not that good it makes sense that like yeah, you can magnetize a bronze gatekeeper onto something, and oh, maybe it lives next turn because they don't have enough damage. But like, you can compare it to something like Coppertail Snoop giving you the coin, or uh, Spider making it have stealth. Like, it makes sense that giving it taunt, like, it makes your opponent able to target it and get kill the thing that you probably don't want them to kill. So I took that out. I took out Zillix because Zillix is a five cost like defensive card, just like doing none of the things that this deck wants to do which is being cheap and being offensive and then i took out uh the titan because i just feel like i don't want to get to turn six with this deck like i feel like i want to be killing them on like turn four or five and if i get to turn six and i'm just playing one card it's like the titan's effects just don't feel it feels like i'm climbing uphill kind of so i took those four out and i just put in the four big the big tight the the big macro cards like the two four cost death rattle guys and the four the two containment units so that sometimes i can like bone spike prep out uh the four cost guy and then get him killed and then curve into like a reduced containment unit on like turn three or four like magnetize it to a one drop and then Either they just start taking five every turn or they got to kill it and I get an eight cost. And I've gotten, like, I've gotten Groms, I've gotten Cage Heads, I've gotten, there's Damn. like, there's, and there's bad ones too, there's bad ones too. But if you can get that off, especially on Lab Constructor, like, it, unless they have, like, unless they're Control Priest with Shard of the Naru, which you probably weren't winning the Control Priest matchup anyway. Uh, you like they probably the best thing they're gonna be able to do is clear your board and give you two random eight drops. So yeah, that those swaps seem really good. Honestly, your reasoning checks out. I mean, like it's this deck isn't at its core trying to like like go very late at all. So it's like why have around all this like. Yeah, well, I have, like, a defensive taunt, taunt dude that's clearly yeah. meant for, like, protecting your hero. Right. And then why have, like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, thank you. That's, a uh, yeah, I, yeah. man, I took Zago's advice, but, like, even though there was no stats on those swaps, it's, like, it just makes sense. Like, if I, they're not great, like, the four cost isn't a mech, and the containment unit is a really later one, but... If I am gonna have a five six turn five turn five turn six turn seven play, I would rather it be those than the Titan or Zilliax. So. Oh yeah, that checks out. So yeah, but this deck is oh my gosh, and like, it's still for all you like. I'm not a diehard rogue player. Like I I was not a Garot rogue player. I'm not like a like. I'm not the dude that's going to be playing Miracle Rogue 12 months after it came out in Nathria, because I just can't play anything else, I guess. Like, I'm not going to be doing that, because that's nonsense. But I do think that very specifically from the scrap heap, like Drone Deconstructor and uh, 
one, I'll make the deck feel very rogue in the sense that you have all these one costs. They're not spells, they're mechs, but they're almost spells in the sense that they provide all those keywords. It's like, give one of your dudes reborn, give one of your dudes wind fury, give one of your dudes divine shield. Yeah. There's some that aren't great. Like, you don't really want to, like, there's not really many cases that giving rush matters and, uh, lifesteal also like maybe it works a little bit but not really uh stealth wind fury divine shield are generally the best ones but those three along with like all of memoron's spells you can get just do really help to make the deck feel like you have like a lot of you do have some agency in this deck like it's probably not crazy i'm sure you look at like the dime link plat to legend win rate i'm sure it drops boohoo wah but like i've gotten <laughs> i've actually climbed pretty high with this deck i was in double digit legend shortly and i fell out um i'm around like one the one like 90s or one something like that right now so like mechrog is a performer even after those nerfs because i mean the nerf to lab constructor like the deck is still a, a good deck because the strategy of just going as hard as you possibly can on board and even if they do have answers like you your board is just crazy you're probably gonna have something there and then you can keep making that thing bigger like it's, yeah it's really fun to play it does feel a little bit bad when you lose like it feels bad when the control producers clear your board and it's like i can just drop these like click clockers and drone deconstructors and play this preparation and do nothing but like it's like just like you do get to a point in those slower matchups where you know you've lost and that's like the point i feel like i'm gonna get against Wu man as soon as you primordial waves me it's like you like know you probably lose as soon as they play a specific card and that feels bad to some players but like the speed at which I play ladder games with this deck, where I'll just play, like, five games in, like, ten minutes, it's, like, it's so... This deck is just, like, so fun for just quick games, and, like, I don't really mind getting absolutely blown out by a shard of the Naru when I play two four-cost four-four death rattle guys, and they shard them both, and then I lose. It's, like, that felt bad, but then for every one of those, it's turn four, and I have a 12-12 Wind Fury. It's like, okay, well, like... Yeah. How many yeah. counters does this deck have, I guess? Like, um, like what is what are you seeing a lot, at least in your rank, that's blowing you out? Like, I don't see many Control Priests, because I feel like people are really... I feel like Titans is so well-received, and people really hype for Titans, so I don't see much Control Priest, but Control Priest is this deck's hardest counter. Like, that is, like, a 70-30. Like, you're probably not... Like, I've won, like, one of those, and it was because I made, like, a giga thing on turn four, and they just... They just, like with wind didn't fury have. and they just didn't have shard and they didn't have cannibalize and like because if they did they would have obviously done it so and like yeah. i won that game but like that deck just has sim just too many tools to like deal with all of the things rogue can do rainbow mage is kind of counters you a little bit just because how good the deck is but like it's really like i would say control breeze is the hardest one and then i feel like I don't know. I feel like everything else feels winnable other than just getting, like, Primordial Waved 
like with no hand left because everything got put on my click locker and now i have a zero three ancient totem like i feel like yeah i feel like everything else feels winnable and like sometimes i'll blow them out and i'll be like i was able to do that because they didn't have that card and then sometimes they'll play a card that clears my whole board and then i know i lost but it's like those are those are the risks you take when playing magnetize a mech upon a mech upon a mech deck so i accept it yeah that checks out yeah it seems it seems like a fun deck even though it's it's like it seems simple but i feel like it has enough uh variation to it with uh memoron and with the um, eight like different the spark keywords bots you can get you can be pretty smart with those there were some smart things you could do with the titan and any when i was running the titan like you could specify with any if you had your titan out you could any it and be like i specifically want two abilities or i actually want this titan to be able to attack once or twice the way that like abilities work and then yeah like there's some things you can do for sure gear shift is a really fat card you can like if you like really know that oh no i have a containment unit and like uh freaking i don't know like an any on the left of my hand it's like okay like that's a gear shift hand but you normally don't want a gear shift away playable early game mechs you normally just even if you're like oh no if they have this card or or they played an arcane worm so if i play this thing like they can trade in like it's like yeah but they're gonna be able to play cards and trade into things anyway so it's like better you just put your mechs on the board than like be like i'm gonna wait because they could do this it's just better to play your stuff because they might not have the thing and even if they Mm -hmm. do you're making them spend their turn to do the thing so yeah i'm looking at gear shift and uh that seems really good for uh if you just like dump your hand and then yeah if you can get like a fat like you can get like a I've done, like, prep bone spike hands where I prep bone spike out, like, Memoron or, like, something, and then just, like, play, like, a click clocker and then gear shift, and then it's, like, oh, three new cards. It's, like, so. Yeah, that's huge. So, yeah, this deck is really, really fun, and I hope you're not running the list with Primordial Wave, but we can go ahead and move on to our game. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, I'll play the list that i have been playing are you playing the one you sent in our uh chat yeah cool yes macro macro yes god i can't wait to play bioluminescence and blow you up no with zero cost crash of thunders and totems (laughs) yes (laughs) because they're good i promise Weeboo Man is appearing offline. Oh no, am I? Unless if you're in Hearthstone. I don't, or no, you're not. Look at that juicy rank provided to me entirely by Mechrogue. Oh, that's such a good rank. Yes. Alright, good luck, Weeboo Man. May the good mechs luck. be with you. No, not with me. Not with me. Wee Wee Man's perspective. We are going into a nice game of Mechrogue versus Nature Shaman. And my volume is way too loud. 
Okay. All right, so we drew a Radiance of Ajara, Overdraft, Ancestral Knowledge, and Flash of Lightning. Um, I think since he's playing um, Max and he's going to go fast, I definitely don't want Radiance of Ajara. I don't want Overdraft. I'm wondering. I know I want ancestral knowledge. I don't know about the flash of light. And um, I think we really want to have that weapon, and we want to have the totemic evidence with this build we're playing. So I'm just going. To, oh, or primordial wave. That would actually be a huge mulligan right now. But ancestral knowledge is always a good turn to play. So. I'm going to keep that, but I'm getting rid of the Flash of Lightning. Okay, and we literally drew the perfect stuff. Uh, I got a Flow Rider, a Carving Chisel, and a Primordial Wave. And we're going second, so we got the coin. Um, depending on how slow he's going, I can Ancestral Knowledge on two. If he's, if he's like, already playing stuff, I'm definitely going to weapon on two. I don't know if I should coin weapon out think that might be the play okay so he plays two frequency oscillators and a zero cost click clocker well, that's quite amazing um he's going really hard so i'm going to coin out my carving chisel and just hit one of his frequency oscillators um i the card i drew was a crash of thunder so um Sad that I don't have a totemic evidence. And that's really the problem with this build, I would say, like out of everything. The fact that there's so many games where you can just have one or the other. You can have your totemic evidence, but then you got to make all your totems through to uh, your hero power. Uh, like, And there's games where you get your weapon, but you don't get your totemic evidence. Like, It's just kind of rough. Um, so, yeah. I have Primordial Wave, so I'm not worried about his click clocker getting very big because I can just turn that into a zero cost. Um, so I think this turn I will play Ancestral Knowledge. Hopefully get a Totemic Evidence. We don't. Um, we drew a Bioluminescence and a Lightning Bolt. Um, so And then I'm just going to swing. I don't think I need to get rid of the Divine Shield. I'm just going to get rid of the other body and take two and summon a 1-1 one, one totem from my weapon. He plays another click clocker, and he played spark bots. The dude who gives him spark bots the turn before, so I know he's going to magnetize these dudes and get them real nice and thick. Yep, he gives it stealth. It's kind of weird that he put stealth on that because he immediately attacked with it. Um, so now I'm going to play my flow rider. Ah, oh, still no totemic evidence. It's unfortunate. Um, but I'm gonna take a turn the tides just because I kind of want to play a little defensively right here. Um thinks i'm probably gonna have to primordial wave next turn anyway so uh, i just hope he doesn't have wind fury which i don't think he does so what i'm gonna do is just clear his 
one one click clocker and i'm leaving the four four divine shield click clocker and i get the taunt totem which is incredible oh that's so good i just wish i had a totemic evidence right now that was being infused All right, we draw a Crash of Thunder. Um, He's definitely trying to play around the Primordial Wave right now. He's been stocking up on cards, not really playing much. Like, he's floating too. So, I know he's just waiting for me to Primordial Wave that, and then he's just going to make something else really big, and then I'm not going to have an answer for that. I'm not dead next turn, even if he has Wind Fury. I'll take a bit of damage. But, like, soon I'll be getting to the point where I can play my Crash of Thunders if I need to. Prim I want a Primordial Wave something bigger. So, I don't know. Also, Turn the Tides overloads me. Maybe I just Ancestral Knowledge and then... I can flow rider or I can summon a totem. I'm gonna flow rider. Fucking finally a totemic evidence. Um that's all I can do, unfortunately. Hopefully he can't take a huge swing at me. I'm really hoping he makes one other body so that my primordial wave Okay, whenever you mag magnetize a minion, give it one one. Okay. So, Primordial Wave on those two things is pretty fat. Um, it just sucks because, or I don't know, maybe I don't yet. Because I have the Turn the Tides. <sighs> but then I'm not making a totem. Okay, this is tough. Hmm. Just trying to think when I could do my totemic evidence with bio stuff. Because I have the cards in my hand. I just... Hmm. Okay. This is very tough. I don't know what to do here. I'm just going to turn the tides. Yeah, I'm going to turn the tides and go face and kill his 2 3. Whenever you magnetize him, I give it 1 1, dude. Okay, so he kills my minion with his weapon, and then he's equipping a new dagger. He must not have... Man, he is just playing around that primordial wave, I think. I just need to get this combo to come online. But I'm not getting any of my spell reduction stuff, which is really, really unfortunate. And that thing has reborn. Okay, I just have to primordial wave this turn. It's really horrible, because I know he's just going to make something terrible. But... Yeah. And then I guess... Um, I guess I'll just play one 
totemic evidence on infused with taunt. Um, just so I can infuse one more. I, I need three totems infused for my totemic evidence, which is pretty freaking terrible. Um, but I just like at this point, I just have to kill him or there's just nothing I can do. Oh my god, I get the carving chisel. Ugh, I even wish I had lightning reflexes right now, just so I could find a hex or something. Um, well. I'm gonna play the carving chisel. This is tough. I feel like he just kills me next turn, but we'll see. I'm going to go face with my carving chisel. And I hope, yes, I get a taunt. That is amazing for me. Um, I think I don't want to do anything else this turn. I have my two totems there that will finally infuse my totemic evidence. I don't know what he could do here that could kill me. He can just keep making his board bigger, but I can just, I can just like if as if he doesn't get even if he gets life steal, I think I still win. Um, it's turn eight. Hopefully, we got lightning reflexes, so at least we know we'll be able to, um, get those crash of thunders reduced. So, okay, I'll play a Novice Zapper. Do an Infused Totemic Evidence. And then I will bio that. Then I will Lightning Reflexes. Oof. Expensive spells. That's unfortunate. They're all three costs. Feral Spirit, Bioluminescence, and Turn the Tides. Ugh, that is horrible. That is absolutely terrible for me. I just can't do math, I guess. I also made a big mistake by not making another totem, but still that wouldn't have saved me. Oh, wow. Private Merc's perspective. All right, it's time for some mech rogue versus nature shaman. We got frequency oscillator. We got frequency oscillator. Click clocker and ventomatic. Hmm. Frequency oscillator and click clocker are both really, really fat. I don't. Maybe Noah and ventomatic. Yeah, I think we just keep frequency os click clock. And we get back another frequency os. We just go frequency as frequency as click clock. It's kind of ridiculous. We have five damage. Like, mm, he could coin out storm, I guess. So I'm like two. Let's see what we draw from the scrap heap. I think we do it. We just drew from the scrap heap. Uh, hmm. 
I think I go frequency house, click clock. We have two frequency house, click clock, and a from the scrap heap. Hmm. We'll play all of them. He coins out a carving chisel. Zero two healing totem and kills one of my two drops. I'll play the from the scrap here. Reborn, divine shield, and stealth. And we'll kill his totem with my oscillator and go face. Reborn, stealth, divine shield. Ancestral knowledges. And he attacks. He kills my oscillator. Sad. Makes a 1 1 totem. I'll play click clocker. I'll give my which buffs my reborn, so I give him reborn, and then I'll also just give him stealth and go face again, just for the extra damage. He casts a flow rider. He's gonna trade into my click clocker with his face. He makes a taunt totem, the worst thing I've ever seen, and I draw preparation, which is actually the worst thing I've ever seen. So we got two preps and a 1 1 spark bot, and a 4 4 divine shield reborn on the board. And he has four mana, and it's his turn.
ancestral knowledge is. And plays another flow rider. I draw an inventomatic. I'll just play any air power. I'm not going to attach my Divine Shield because he could wave. And right now, my Clockery's got Reborn and Divine Shield still is a 4-4, so he's pretty durable. I suppose I could have given the Mentomatic Divine Shield actually with my 1 1 Spark Bot. That could have been not bad with if he plays a uh, Turn the Tides. He just might not want to really overload though. Does gas turn the tides? That's sad. And he goes face. I get a bone spike. I just have to go face again. Draw prep bone spike is uh really unfortunate. Of course, I get the Ancient Totem. Why not? And he gets the Totemic Evidence for a Taunt Totem. I draw a Containment Unit. Okay, we're talking. I'll prep Bone Spike out my containment unit. And I'll go face my dagger and make a new dagger. chisel he attacks first 
makes the taunt. Oh, bro. I draw lab constructor. Okay. We take this. Well, you can either combo me here or I win, I guess. So, let's see what happens. I have two 10-9 containment units with lab constructors and spark bot divine shield on them. Zapper. Four to dem uh, to demic evidence with bio bolt deals eight eight lightning reflexes bolts me. He didn't get the taunt totem. Well, good game. Good game. Just the roll, for the taunt totem roll for the win. It's very, very shaman of you. I just, like, don't understand how I didn't get any of my Flash of Lightnings. Like, uh, the problem was I couldn't reduce, like, anything. I literally was, I was off I one prep, freaking I drew, mana. I drew prep into prep into Bone Spike. Huh? Did you see where I just sat there for three turns in a row and did nothing? That's why. <laughs> That's why what? I did nothing for three turns in a row. I know, so I definitely should have won. It was really close. It was close. It's just like I literally would have won that if I had one more mana. Like, I literally needed one more mana. Or, or I, I needed to freaking discover something cheap off of that stupid lightning reflex. What did it show it you? It showed me a Feral Spirit Bioluminescence and Turn the Tide. So literally all three costs. And I couldn't, like, I was really hoping to get, like, a Zap or, like, another Lightning Bolt or something so that it would, because yeah. I had both I my mean, Crash There's, there's of quite a few that are, like, zero or one, so you just needed one more. Yeah, I just literally needed one, but I didn't get it. And so I couldn't reduce my Crash yeah, of Thunders. That was a good game. I mean, that's, that's, that sounds like the Mech Rogue Nature Shaman matchup to me, so. I think we did a pretty good job of representing it on matchup matchup. Yeah, I think so. Um, you were definitely play, going hard playing around my Primordial Wave, I felt like, because you just had that one click clocker, but it, it was, like, eating away at me, but I didn't want to Primordial Wave it because I, like, felt like... <laughs> I was like, we're giving this dude Reborn. I was like, even if he dies, he's going to be another 1-1 one, one Divine Shield we can magnetize. Or, like, we're making this click clocker so threatening. <laughs> I mean, dude, it makes sense why statistically, like, Quick Locker is the best card in the deck. Quick Locker did so much work. Yeah, like, he did. He really did. And, yeah. 
I don't know. That was a good game, though. I'm just sad because I was one man off. I would have been happier if it was, like, a blowout. But I just feel like I could have done something. Like, Dang. No, I feel that. Where, like, maybe there was something you could have done. Yeah, but I, like, can't think of it. But, yeah, it was a good game. Um, Dude, Titans is so fun. Yeah, I agree. It's it's my second favorite for sure. And of the sets I've actually, like, been, like, super invested in. What is your favorite? Festival of Legends, just for reasons that don't even really matter. <laughs> like Nathur is my favorite. Yeah. I mean, no, your reasons check out. It makes yeah. sense. Like, you leave big music guy. I like Sung in City a lot because I'm a big underwater guy. Yeah. Yeah, the, the aesthetic of Sunken City was really good. Uh, I like that one, too. But the aesthetic of Festival Legends is just... And the map is so cool. The map they made for it was, like, just, I don't know. It was a really dope map. But, uh, yeah, I think, unless Private Merc has anything else to say, I think that does it for episode 12. No, that was, that was a very fun episode. I'm glad that I won, because I've actually played, like... Since my games are so quick, I've played, like, more than 100 mech rogue games. If I had lost, I would have, like, been sad, because I have so much mech rogue games. Yeah, you definitely have way more than me. I probably played, like, around 20 games of Nature Shaman, so. It was still really close. I freaking said it in our show. I was, like, when they devolve my one-drops, and it always turns into the freaking ancient totem. Like, I don't care if you give me a zero cost one one, but if you actually give me a zero cost zero three, like, are you serious? <laughs> like, it's just like so, it's so annoying. Yeah. Was that like Penguin with the sword? Is that a one one or is that a zero one? S- Snow Flipper Penguin is a zero one. <laughs> God. They like rotate them around in core. Like, sometimes a snow flipper penguin, like, sometimes it's, there's a demon one, there's a, there's, like, one for, like, most of the tribes, so. Like, there's wisp, there's a little demon, there's the little murloc tiny fin, and there's one more I can't remember. That's cool. But there's, there's, a, there's like, five zero cost one ones, so. Nice. Uh, yeah. There's also zero cost zero two with taunt, but that one is not as good as any. Stoneclaw serpents? One ones. Stone Coil Serpent from Magic the Gathering. No, that's an X mana. No, the uh, or the what's he called? The Stone Claw Serpent, dude. The Totem. From uh, in Shaman, oh, isn't that his name? The stone. Taunt guy, the Zero Two. He's something Totem. Stone Claw Serpent totem is what you're. I thought he was a Serpent. Stone Claw Totem. Oh, oh, yeah, it's because he's. Head. It's because he looks like a Serpent. God, we literally been through this before. <laughs> Like, no, it's he just looks like it because there's a murloc behind Yeah, him. yeah, but it looks like a little snake. So I always think it's a, yeah, I always it just does. think it should be called Stone Claw Serpent. <laughs> so you're just crazy. Yeah. I'm just insane. Alright, wait, wait, man, before we end this episode, I'm I'm gonna give you a countdown. You ready? Yes. Three, two, one, give us a hearthstone voice line. Um Alright. Alright, I'm gonna hit you with a good one. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Literally two minutes ago. I'll hit you with one you literally did two minutes ago. The storm is with me. Who's the guy who's like, um. Who's the guy who's like, uh. Fuck, dude. You can't put me on the spot like this. 
I hate, I hate, like, I hate, like, doing impressions, so it's, like, I just, like, I don't know, I get, like, nervous and scared. Just speak the words. <laughs> but then I, then I, like, get nervous because I've been thinking too long, and all of our audience is gonna think, like, that, like, I can't, like, think of things. No, that's fair. We should let them know if that's the truth, though. No, it's not. I could think of one. Can you do it? Maybe. I mean, I can tell you on right now. But for oh, some sorry. reason, it's in my head. It's the the elements unbound flow through me. That's because I I gave you that one at the end of last episode. Right? Yeah, I think it's because like I feel down. like I'm in like this. Like it feels like I like time traveled. All right, and and God, bro. Oh my God.